selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, <laughs> okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash book club. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Celebrity Book Club. Oh, God, I'm so busy. How's the wedding dress coming for Ivana? Oh, God, it's not done yet? Donald will be furious. God, it's rough running one of the busiest ateliers in all of New York, along with Donna Karen at this day and age. <sighs> oh, I think that's Nancy Kerrigan. Hi, it's Nancy. Oh, come right up, Nancy. Hi, Vera. Nancy Kerrigan, welcome to Vera Wang. We're so excited to have you here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so nervous. I'm just a tomboy from Stoneham, Massachusetts, who happens to love skating and happens to be in the Olympics. Well, I don't know where Stoneham is, but I know that we can make you look stone beautiful on that ice court. <laughs> oh, what would I do without you, Vera? Did you get the cassette tape I sent you with the music I'm going to skate to? Yes, the Beauty and the Beast soundtrack. Yes. Did you think it was beautiful? Oh, it really inspired me to create some of these sequined designs I wanted to show you. I grew up wearing hand-me-down jeans from Anna and Hope, so the fact that you're dressing me is it's crazy. Let me show you this one particular spandex outfit. I think it makes you look like a bird. Oh, my God. Let me try this on. This is beautiful. Oh my God, I've never felt more bird-like in my life. Wow. I know you're just 5'3", but you look at least 5'6 in this. This will help me do a triple-toe loop axle. <laughs> Better than Oksana Bayul, I'll say that. <gasps> Make sure no one repeats me. Oh, don't worry. I won't tell the press any of your not-that-vicious remarks about your fellow competitors. Thank you, Vera. You know, Donna Karen actually offered to do a dress for me, but I said I'm loyal to Vera Way. 
Thank you so much. I've always said my designs look better on women who don't have tits. Never had them. I'm kind of a tomboy. You mentioned that. But I like men. Good luck at the Olympics. Thank you. Who's that knocking at the door? It's all your friends, you filthy whore. Your husband's gone and we've got books and a bottle of wine to kill. It's Hollywood. It's books. It's gossip. I'm shook. It's memoirs. It's martinis. It's Studio 54. It's Celebrity Book Club. Come read it while it's hot. Celebrity Book Club. Tell your secrets, we won't talk. Celebrity Book Club. No boys are allowed. Celebrity Book Club. Club. Buzz me in, I brought the Cuervo. Hey, best friend! How are you on this cold, cold morning? On this wintry morning. It's icy cold, you might even say. Mm. I'm curled up in my gorgeous Margiela cardigan, which at this point I feel like the cost per wear is like $4. Yeah, it's like literally basically from Target at this point. <laughs> no, and that's the point. It's like invest in pieces. And you're, then you wear them. You're wearing a gorgeous new plaid that's not new or? I got this at Savers now like a year and a half ago. So the cost of wear at this point would probably cost 6 Wow, incredible. So at this point I'm making money. And it. you wore that to go to a book <laughs> signing. I noticed you have a new book here that we did not read for this episode. No. You're actually addicted to books. I'm literally addicted to books. I'm going back to like our roots. Like as all the articles say, we love to go to book signings. But like, right. have we been to if one If you remember lately? the smattering of press about this particular podcast from the years 2021 to 2022, we often talked about how we used to go to book signings at Barnes & Nobles in high school together. Yeah. So I'm basically on a high right now because I just came from the Jesse James Decker book signing for her new cookbook, Just Eat. And for our listeners who don't know who Jesse James Decker is. Maybe <laughs> this will help them. Should've known better, better than, than a break, break my heart. heart. Ain't and it funny? No, you never look better than it's all your fault. Sorry, honey, but it's over. Uh, it's kind of a breakup anthem. She's yeah. also married to a now retired football player who kind of like ruined the Super Bowl. Okay. Eric Decker. He didn't duck enough guys. It he like. didn't duck enough. Anyway, I would say she's a C-list, C-plus country singer. Yeah, like I feel like she's doing our side's venues. <laughs> I also feel like she really is going more into like she has a website called Kittenish that sells like big shockets for like pumpkin spice picking. So that's sort of a reference to like being small and like, feminine, yeah. I guess. So how tiny was she in person? The Taws were not tiny. I'll Uh-oh. tell you that. Okay. She wasn't Down being boy. so celebrity tiny when she was also sitting. But I feel like, you know, sometimes celebrity, the face is big. I felt like she was like. A lot of celebrities have bobblehead syndrome. She was like a classic five, 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 four. It was insane. Did she stand up? It, no. It was one of those. You sent me the photo and it's kind of one of those. It's classics, all seated. Like, you're leaning while she's seated. Right. Because they're signing. Yeah. So she's at a table. You get there. You hand the phone to a Barnes and Noble person. Then you go up. She has the book. Looks all- like she struggled on the why of Lily. And she didn't well, even. Not, not she, even a little note. Not even like, hey, Lily. No. Like, well, happy cooking. It just said Lily Hart. Very clearly in the ticket. No personalization. <laughs> And it's like, okay. Um, Budget cuts. 
The line was probably like the fastest book autograph line I've ever been in. In and out. She had to get to a lunch. And these women behind me who were like professional, like go to Barnes and Nobles for every book signing and celebrities, like they kept on just being like, huh, Reba didn't stop for me once. And then the guy behind <laughs> her, they like knew each other from signings. There was like this whole crew of two best friends. And then a like- weird, creepy guy who always sees them. And he kept on showing them photos of him and Reba and him and Carrie Underwood. So it sounds like they're on the female country signing circuit. Yes. But maybe not on just like any book. I mean, they were talking about Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. And they were like, oh, Alicia Keys charges $1,200 for meet and greets. Wow, they're really on the circuit. Yeah. And they were like, oh, are you going to Reba tonight? Because Reba tonight is doing in conversation with Reba at the town hall. And they're like, oh, I'm not going to Reba. Like, you can't go to them all. Yeah. You gotta choose your battles. They were having such weird conversation where he was talking about how like all celebrities need to stop to say hi to you. And the other ladies who are more normal, but obviously are always paying $900 to meet Carrie Underwood, <laughs> were like, well, maybe she didn't have the time. And he was like, everyone has the time. So true. If Barack has time for Michelle, Carrie <laughs> Underwood has time, time to personalize a cookbook message. Anyway, basically it was like everyone was either in the pointy boots with the stilettos or a chunky, like, Cole Haan loafer. But it was mostly, like, knee-high boots, stilettos, fall, autumn. Idle wild Christian girl autumn. Guess the name of the girl in front of me. It's, like, the most classic girl name ever. Kaylee? Lauren. Lauren. Oh. Literally a Lauren. One of the Laurens. Anyway, so they brought Jess James Decker a tea, and then she was like, oh my God, it's so hot. And she was like opening up, and then she was like, I'm so nervous, I'm going to spill this tea. Literally spill the tea. Spill the and tea. then she's like, once my grandmother spilled boiling water. Not on her, just No, just like it. spilled it. So she's being like, oh, I'm so nervous about like spilling water. And then finally I get up there and I'm like, hey, Jesse James, like, I'm such a huge fan. She's like, thank you so much. And a lot of the girls with her were doing You Look Amazing, You Look Amazing. Okay. I decided not to go that route. Yeah, you were like, I don't just judge women on their appearance. Well, I felt it was a more like femme-coded thing, and I felt right. it would be a little creepier if I was just like, hey, you look really good tonight. Yeah, at noon, and you're, at and you're drooling over her Titania's. And she's like, okay, lesbian in a huge <laughs> shirt, you also look really good. <laughs> So I was like, shouldn't known better is my anthem. I'm always walking down the street from it. And she goes, oh, my God, that's one of my favorites, too. Her biggest hit is <laughs> one of her, her favorites. favorites. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like wait. spilling the tea. <laughs> that's so random. And then they bring her a really small cup of ice to put in the tea. Because it was too hot. And she was like, ah, oh, Starbucks, they make things too hot. Okay, drag Starbucks to hell and back. Yeah, and then I said, this is why I don't drink tea. Because it's, <laughs> it's always too, too hot. Too far. And then she was like, oh, I can't drink coffee as much as I want to. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, also same. Wow, this is the most Christian interaction I've ever <laughs> I heard. Then I like walked away in the wrong direction. And then a Barnes & Noble person like pushed oh. me back <laughs> and was like, please exit this way. Yeah. Yeah. They were just like, we got a runner. <laughs> <laughs> got the photo, got my shaken espresso, was on a high. And I just... Read every amazing recipe, so. 
Wow. And we'll talk more about those recipes and more about your experience of Barnes Noble in the VIP lounge. <laughs> but first, but first, we have another book. We have another book that we've somehow read this week. Can you believe it? Can you believe no, it? No, I didn't because we just recorded our live show in Boston last week where we read a 900-page book by Sylvia Plath. Yeah, which I saw prominently displayed at Barnes & Noble. Anyway, here's a book that you won't find on display anywhere. You will have to order it off thriftbooks.com and wait two weeks because it was written in... The 90s. The 90s. We're doing one of the most famous figure skaters of all time. Well, maybe she's the second most famous figure skater. Maybe she was eclipsed by her attacker. Because she doesn't have a movie. No. We are doing none other than Stoneham Native. Say it with me. Nancy Kerrigan. And her book, In My Own True Words. <laughs> What's it I called? We listened to it on Audible, and I <laughs> will fact check that. In, um, yeah, In My Own Words. Classic memoir title. <laughs> my story, In My Own Words, My Words. It's very 90s, and she's just like on the cover of skating. So Nancy Kerrigan, of course, was America's sweetheart. Everyone was obsessed with her. I mean, we grew up in Massachusetts. So, like, I'm not sure how a color by mass our experience is. But like, I do wonder. As a kindergartner, no, it was just, like, all the girls I would, like, play with and, like, go to their houses. Like, they were so just, like, Nancy Kerrigan like, pilled. pilled. No. Everyone was Kerrigan pilled so hard. My entire childhood was about two women. Monica Lewinsky and Nancy and Nancy Kerrigan. I guess three women because Tanya but like and OJ was in the mix he's not a woman or isn't yet oh, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how they identify yeah anyway it's like every moment every family event watching TV because you know it's the classic story it's small town girl done good she's very American she's very white she's like this little East Coast princess who's not like you know, too poor, but she's not too rich. She's kind of classically middle-class vibes, you might even say. No, which is why I think she, like, worked in the class war of her versus Tanya. Where Because people really did see Tanya's, like, trailer trash. And I think throughout this book, there's this ever-so-subtle sneer, this sort of class sneer that you get from Nancy when she talks about Tanya, because she really barely says you have to really infer and you're just like wow the book that came out like two years after like the most famous global event of all time where like you were attacked by your co-competitor and then you still had to go to the olympics together and you kind of just say like three lines about her the like most cutting line i would say in the book about tanya is when she says that Tanya didn't really talk to the other girls. Oh, yeah. And this is before the attack. She's like, up until then, I didn't really know Tanya that well. She has this, like, slight mass accent. It's so slight. She kind of talks like a child, too. She has this very childlike cadence. Well, this book is also, like bordering on YA sports biographies for yeah, children. Yeah. It's very ages 9 to 13. It's uh, 9 and up. And that's her main audience. <laughs> and she talks about Tanya. She goes, we were roommates for a week at the Japanese World Championships in 1989. But then You're she's going like, so Midwestern okay, with this. Okay. You're like, I got the uh, room. It's somewhere <laughs> between Midwestern and Boston. But it, okay. It's more rusty belty. It's rusty belty because Stoneham is near... Lowell. Lowell. Which so, is the Rust Belt of Massachusetts. Yeah, so it's like there's milling. There's milling in her blood. Mill. Her Boston accent comes in this O. So it's like Lowell. 
Lol. Stonem. Stone. Yeah. Stone. Lol. And it's Stone-em. lol is like one syllable in this way. Not Lowell. It's lol. lol. Okay. So she says about Tanya. So like all the skaters, Chris Yamaguchi. Chris Yamaguchi. Her and Chris are always like, hi. And they're like hanging out and like maybe they're getting pizza together. But like, this is what she says about Tanya. I got the impression she didn't want to be part of the group. That's it. That's all she says. But don't you think there's no, also but, this class thing? Like, yes, inherent in that? because it's like my parents are together and yes. my mother went blind and yes. my father, oh, he worked at some real at a factory. It wasn't a toy factory. It was like a. No, but it was something very mass, like an old school Massachusetts company. Anyway, but he took up extra shifts working at the Zamboni. And her parents were like more involved in her skating career, which I think is also more classic, like middle class yeah. where it's like your parents are really there and like they're like. It's not just my dad drove me to the rink at four. It's like he was literally working the Zamboni. So he could pay for my things. And she'll be like, okay, she does this thing that's so like wanting to be a little more poor where she's like, everyone was pressuring me to get custom skates, but we couldn't afford custom skates. So we bought secondhand custom skates it's kind of like, so they were, from this other girl. So they were for custom like, for cust- another girl. She doesn't really say how much they cost. She does say, this shocked me, how much it costs per year. And this is in you know 1990. To be a professional figure skater, fifty thousand a year in expenses, lessons, costumes, skates, travel, hotel, extra lessons, <laughs> hair, makeup, literally full glam. You're getting custom skates. You're getting summer. and you're going through four pairs of skates a year because you're they're getting more. And down. a pair of skates cost this shocked me eight hundred dollars. I don't think they. Co- I mean, so when I played hockey in middle school, shocker. I got all like hand-me-down stuff you from like Nick and Matt Philippi for BBNN. Yeah, but I I wasn't. But weren't we on like so many C team basketballs it, it, together? So this was middle school, so you weren't being so competitive. But I honestly, I would often hide in the locker room during practice. Oh, erotic. Yeah. Did you take? Because I would take figure skating lessons as like a five-year-old at that. Oh, rink at, on the MDC mom. rink. Yeah. yeah. Where she also practices. On Soldier's Field Road. Yeah. yeah. I never took figure skating lessons. I mean, I took ballet from when I was five for one summer and I was like, this is like too gay even for me. I guess my fancy elementary school, like everyone took figure skating lessons, which was so Nancy Kerrigan of me. Very. But again, it was that just because it was like It was Kerrigan town. No, it was like, like why are we all being forced into... And I was, of course, so jealous of the boys who had their big hockey skates and I had to lace up in my white your white little leather my white little skates with like so many pink bows and I remember asking my mom to join the like Cambridge City hockey team and then she looked it up and practices were gonna go ahead and be at 5 a.m. on Saturdays and she was like do you want to do this and I was like no no No, I'm gonna pass on that yeah (laughs) that's where my need for gender affirmation stops is (laughs) at 5 a.m. yeah yeah. it starts at maybe 9 10 a.m. first Kerrigan memory for me is being I want to say on like probably like a ski condo vacation Mm -hmm. more Massachusetts stuff and Nancy Kerrigan just skated. It was either the Olympics or some championship, and she's caught on camera, Mike still on, talking shit about Oksana Bayul. So that was after the 1994 Olympics, her most famous one. That was the one when she and Tanya both went together. And uh, they've already announced the score. So Oksana Bayul beat her slightly. And while they're waiting, it's her and Chen Lu who got <laughs> the bronze from China. And her and Chen are like backstage and like 
the cameras are on her. And she's talking shit about Oksana because it was like taking so long for them to like get the get them to like come to the medal podium to get the medal ceremony. And like so she says to Chen, she's just like, oh, she's redoing her makeup. Well, she's just going to cry again. So I don't know what the point is. Because Oksana was being so crying and so like, I'm a 14-year-old Ukrainian phenom who's sobbing all the time. Well, also, do you think she had such Eastern European, like, I feel like she had way heavier makeup. She Which did. was also very Tanya, because Tanya was doing a lot of like purple, well, crazy eyeshadow. Oksana was kind of like the Tanya of, like, of the Eastern Bloc. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I, well, okay, I remember watching that Olympics and Oksana had these like beige skates, like not white mm. skates, sometimes like tan skates. Yes. And then she had like the rouge, like the very like so much, you blush. know, kind of like a 1920s prostitute. And I remember seeing her just being like, "Oh, oh. she's a whore." <laughs> Mother, is that what you would call a whore? Like I was six and just being like, "Okay, her tan skates are like actually too sexual and too insane." And I, I was obviously like so into it and just being like, okay, she's me. She's the whore. But also like Nancy's the one we're supposed to root for. She's so American. She's so pale. She's so like winter coated. <laughs> she's so Well, which brings me to actually a portion in the book that we read. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of her first competitions. She's 10 years old at uh, what is now TD Garden, which was formerly the Fleet Center, which was at Nancy's time. Just Boston Garden. And it's a skating competition. And after she skates, she goes and just to a playground and is swinging with her friends. And some comes out and is like, Nancy, you won the silver. And she's just like, okay, and keeps on swinging. And they're like, no, girl, you won the silver. You have to go back and get the medal. And she goes back and gets and the she, medal. And she says in the book, she kind of suggests that she had like kind of a long debate with her other. But meaning, I'm swinging right now in downtown Boston. Like, <laughs> yeah, like. I don't know what this swing set by the Fleet Center is. I know. (laughs) There's been a lot of construction. (laughs) The big dig, anyone? Hello. But then she goes back and her coach teaches her, you get your medal, you wave and smile on the ice, and the moment you're off the ice, you take off the medal. It's an award. It is not jewelry. And you're not supposed to show any emotion. I love that line. A medal is an award. It is not Not jewelry. jewelry. So you do not wear that out to legal seafoods with your squad, bitch. You put it on your wall and you're grateful. And when you're at legal seafoods, you act like a good sport. Yes. Whether you won or <laughs> lost. It was that summer. That summer I started using Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth makes elevated loungewear and amazing, luxurious, soft bedding that surpasses even the finest hotel sheets for a restful night's sleep on your travels or at home. I love Cozy Earth so much that I got it as a present for my spouse. And the things that happened on that bed, you wouldn't believe it. I got their joggers and oh my God, it almost feels like you're nude, better than nude. It feels like you're swimming in the most luxurious ocean. So stay cool and comfy during long flights with Cozy Earth's temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew, adding mm, a touch of style to your travel ensemble. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code CBC at checkout to get 35% off. And let them know we sent you after checkout, okay? 
Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. One thing we noticed in this book that is, you wouldn't find this out from reading the book. It just happens to be a fact. But like, <laughs> they rejiggered the like Olympic schedule and they split yes. them up. So like, used to be the Olympics were just like every four years, winter and summer were same year. Then they split them up so they were like winter is every four years summer, but this on a two year schedule. You guys know how it works. Basically, they had to add in extra Olympics to make that. And so if you happen to be a Winter Olympian in 1992, you suddenly got another Winter Olympics in 1994. And that's why, as you were saying, it seemed like as children, we were always gathering around the TV set to watch Nancy Kerrigan every five seconds of the Olympics. I was just like, and then I feel like that era passed. And I was like, when are, I thought the Olympics were every fucking year. And it's just like us and Nancy and Tanya. And like, which I think also probably built up the pressure for what we're calling the attack. Yes. The insane attack. So before Tanya goes ahead and (laughs) smacks Nancy with a tire iron. Which Tanya still does not lay claim to have organizing. She really is in a weird space, as we know, from having DMing DMing her to do our Portland show. And she still hasn't seen the DM. Okay, so before she goes to the Olympics, she starts working with a sports psychologist. This is Nancy. This was huge. And the sports psychologist was just like, Nancy, what are you doing? Your routine is all off. When you're waiting in the 45 minutes after you warm up, but before you perform, (laughs) sometimes you take your skates off. Sometimes you put them back on. And that lack of consistency is killing you. You need to have a routine. This book is so boring. And like, I almost (laughs) broke at this part because she's really stretched out. She goes, Sometimes you stretch, sometimes you don't. Right, because even when she's trying to be so like, I had the like medium tough childhood of like skating a lot. And it wasn't even that her parents were that tough. Like her mom would just be like, honey, if you're tired, go back to bed. And then she'd be like, and then I would decide I'd want to skate. So I'd say, mom, I do want to skate. And she would say, guess I'll make breakfast. (laughs) And you're just like, 
wow, I'm on the edge of my seat, Nance. It's also so this like no emotion thing where she's always being like so modest and being like, I never wanted to be a star, but I also never even like expressed why I loved skating so much. I just wanted to do it. You know, and that maybe is this, you know, Massachusetts puritanical, tight-lipped, Irish kind of energy that's happening there. Because I'll say this. (laughs) Please be honest. (laughs) I would say that her skating is not like... It's tight. It's not so like artistic and creative and like she does have grace and poise and like that it makes her very early 90s like american figure skater I vibes. think she is more graceful poised early 90s pointy faced whereas like yeah. you know now we have who's the famous gay guy who skates oh johnny weir <laughs> yeah she's no johnny weir yeah that's what i'm saying she's she's no she's johnny not an insane fact <laughs> But, like, you know, it was 1993. Yeah. She's also taller. I just feel like she has... She's only 5'3". Oh, I imagine she's, like, 5'8". I mean, that's because of the elegance and grace. And I do And her long neck. And there is a swan-like quality to her. And again, like, I will say, being pale is very winter-coated, which makes her very good at, like, the Winter Olympics and, like, makes people root for her. And I think the dark hair and the pale skin is very, like... The contrast is like very intense. Yes, and she um, <laughs> she has about ninety five relatives who live in the Greater Stoneham area, oh, as she, as she listed at the, the beginning of the book. I live eight miles away from my parents. My brothers live within ten to fifteen minutes. And you're like, was this necessary? Yeah, like this is all you're gonna give us. And then at the end of the book, she goes, "This is after she spends about two minutes on like." Tanya's whatever bodyguard like decapitating her. She goes, on a personal level, (laughs) I'm married now. (laughs) It's like, okay. And that's the end of that (laughs) sentence. (laughs) Okay, here's how she describes the attack. Okay, but can I just, just to preface it a little bit more. So like she had been training so much and was now like in a really good position and like she actually was like being kind of best in the world. Christy retires between the 92 and 94 Olympics. And she goes... (laughs) There was a whole new group of girls. Yep. And you're like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then there's like, Quan is kind of coming up, but still young and untested, whatever. Yeah, and she's not like hanging with Quan. And also I would say in her, like her first Olympics was she said it was the most fun she's ever had in her life. She would go up to anyone in a USA jacket oh, yeah. and they would just have lunch and laugh. Though I feel it's like the Olympic Village now is like so sexy and like everyone is fucking. Yeah, and, and it's like the Tinder's going all the way off at the Olympic Village now. Um, and I'm sure there's so many ramen activations. Definitely. And like back then it was very just like you're going to the mess hall and you're getting like carrots. I think it's like they're having like one slice of Pizza Hut. Yeah. And then like her craziest story, she goes skiing with the downhill skiers. And they couldn't believe that she could keep pace. Yeah, I'm a tomboy from Stoneham. I can keep pace with you skiers from and the Olympic Village. And even for the type of girl who, like, it's very Massachusetts to say I have a lot of brothers. Yeah. Like, I would say that's a defining factor of the New England area. Yes, is to lots be of brothers. F- whether you're from Maine, whether you're from Stoneham, New, New Hampshire. Because it means, like, yeah. Nashua, we're a brother town. Yeah, we're a brother town. You have a pickup truck. So in the lead-up to the 1994 Olympics, Nancy is doing her best skates ever. She is poised to be the number one figure skater in the world post-Yamaguchi. 
Gucci. I'm a Gucci. Taking a goddamn seat. <laughs> Bye. And it's very like already there's this rivalry between her and Tanya. Like middle class Nancy, trashy West Coast Oregon Tanya, a child of divorce. And Nancy's like, my parents are happily married and my mother is legally blind. <laughs> <laughs> and also, again, Tanya had this crimped hair. Right. The hair of a whore. <laughs> the hair of a whore. And this is before Portlandia, honey, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Portland didn't mean like so fixie bike and like choice. It like, meant guns. Birds. Yes, that's vibes. Okay, what I was really surprised by was, so the attack was in Detroit in the same like convention center where the these championships were going on. There was a car show. Why did that surprise you? It really adds texture oh, to the it scene. It actually adds element like, and kind of a Watergate. So, well, it's A, it's Watergate, but B, it's like, you know, it's like so Javits when we're going to the dog show, but there's also yeah. like a boat show happening. Yes. And it's like, there's just a lot of chaos. Chaos yes. is reigning. And also like they did hit her with a tire iron, which is like kind of a car. Object. Car. No, you're right. It adds to this like 80s, 90s yes. thriller thing yes. where you're at a hotel. Yes. There's a car conference. There's a boat show and there's like all these people in polos and business women with folders walking by and they're like dressing up as a Honda salesman. Yeah. So Nancy, I didn't know this, was already having a little bit of ankle and knee trouble before the attack. And then she literally just describes it as being like in a hallway mm. and then all of a sudden being knocked out. She sees a guy out of the corner of her eye and then all of a sudden he strikes her and she's just like, it was unimaginable pain. And we've all seen the famous video. She's crying. He's holding her. And what I think is so interesting is that video instantly endeared her to the world. Like you're seeing, you know, this little snow angel. Our girl from Stone Our girl. girl from Stoneham girl. girl. Get literally stoned. And there she is. And she couldn't be more fragile. Well, in those skate outfits, excuse me, Nancy Kerrigan, all of her outfits are done by Vera Wang. Vera Wang. And Vera Wang listens to her skating music to become inspired to make the dress. Okay, so at one point she skates to Beauty and the Beast and then she falls a bunch and then there's a headline that's like, it was more beast, beast. than beauty, which is really funny. No. <laughs> Another point, she skates to Born on the Fourth of July, which I think is a great choice for her because it's so like East Coast. And like America, America, early 90s. Here's my question. Yeah. What would you skate to? Oh, such a good question. I think I would be so America and I would surprised. skate to two choices. I would go Bruce Springsteen and do I just I copy Nancy Kerrigan. No, I would do I'm on Fire. I would do kind of a oh, sexier track. Yeah, an 80s song with those like big toms, you know, I feel like that can, those are good for jumps, like bam, bam. Yeah. Or Ooh. Like a Virgin. Oh, which is your and do new the, favorite Madonna song. My new favorite song. Madonna song. <laughs> I would also do it, I feel like skating to Taylor. Oh, would my be amazing. God. To Romeo and Juliet. You mean White Horse? Yeah. Or, sorry, Love Story. Love it's Story. A love, love Story, story. <laughs> baby, just say And yes. there's like this crazy finale. Wow, I didn't even consider Taylor. Because it makes it too real. Right. So actually, I was thinking for me, but actually for you more, would be Fergie, be Italian. <laughs> be, be Italian. Italian. And, and it's, it's like a big swipe. Yeah, big, I feel like that could be so sweeping. <laughs> But, like, fun at the same time. I think if I was a Zamboni driver, which I was always... You want to do a Zamboni routine to <laughs> Fergie? <laughs> yeah. 
God, there is like ASMR stuff. When you see a Zamboni make the ice mm-hmm. smooth. Oh, God. Nothing is cooler. Let me just say this. Please be honest. When I see a freshly Zambonied court. You're afraid? Yes, because it looks too slick. It looks wet. I get Thank nervous you. for the skaters. Not even for you. Yeah. You're... For others. I want a little bit of the scrunch and the powder there just to like give oh, me a little bit more friction. No, I don't, I don't personally want to get on a freshly Zambonied But just skate. the look of it is beautiful. Maybe you should have a freshly Zambonied <laughs> ice wall in your home. <laughs> I'd love that. It's an activation. <laughs> I went skating last winter or something, and I really related with Kerrigan because she talks about if you have the wrong skates you can like seriously hurt yourself. And at first they gave me these two tight skates and like my feet were sticking out so bad. And I was like, literally it was never in more pain in my life. And then I asked for a different pair and I was skating beautiful around these 14 year old teens who were skating faster than me. But So it is all about the right skates. It's all about the right skates. Okay, I think that I would skate to, uh, part of me thinks Jamiroquai. Oh, virtual ones. I mean, that done. And it could be this like conceptual like piece about technology. And I'm like pulling out like a keyboard and like breaking it and like dress like a USB drive. And it's like virtual insanity. Okay, but you're also skating the Apple symbol. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's like so adbusters. Triple Lutz. I kind of love that. Yeah, idea. that's actually perfect. No notes. Okay. Here's the thing about Nancy, though, where it's like, she did nail her 94 routine. And I kind of do think she should have won the gold just because it's like, you know what? She fully got hit. Give her the gold. That was just really insane. Do you have to give it to this to 14-year-old be, Ukrainian? To be watching the Olympics after a stoneham girl got hit and watching her get silver? Yeah. Because she actually did nail the routine. And it's kind of like, isn't that what it's all about? Grace under pressure? Poise after a fall? It's really wild. Like... Just give her the gold. But the Olympics, even if she was the most perfect, I feel like they want to show how judging focused they are. That they're like, oh, well, no, because if we give her the gold, everyone's going to think we just gave her the gold because she got hit. Because she had great PR. No, I know. They overcorrect trying to seem like they're impartial. I mean, you remember the 2018 PyeongChang Olympics. Hardly. <laughs> With um, remember that insane little Russian girl like Evgenia, like Medyeva, yes, who like is the one who does the Sailor Moon routines, yes, 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 and okay. she's so fun, and like she nailed her routine to the wall, got the highest score in like the history of Olympic judging, and then her teammate right after her got a higher score and won the gold, just because her teammate was like more kind of like muscular in my opinion, and they were trying to be like, oh, her jumps were like more powerful, mm. and I'm kind of like. You know, where's the respect for artistry? Yeah. Well, the Olympics hates fun. Yeah, they really do. Although I do have to say, when most ice skaters, Nancy included, are trying to do, like, fun, it's so weird and stilted and fake. Well, yeah, because, I mean, I guess that's why I also like Tanya, because she was being, like, more makeup and trashy in outfits. Yeah. And there was, like, more grit. Mm -hmm. Because it's like Nancy was stiff and doing the things, but it's like... Tanya's was like badass. She's hitting the things, but just like it's smooth, but it's not smooth. It's punk. Well, you know, and that's, I guess, why I liked Nancy's 94 Lillehammer performance is because it had the most personality because she had been hit. Yeah. Suddenly there was a story there There's that her, wasn't there before. And it's like her story of just being, I was kind of a tomboy is I, not I was, bringing yes, me no, to tears. I was kind of a tomboy and I skated a lot in Cape Cod, like didn't really do it for me. Um, 
So she does say that she does think Tanya knew. And yeah. she says that in the book, which I did appreciate. That was probably the closest thing to dirt in the book, where she was just like, the Olympic Committee decided that Tanya did not have advanced knowledge. So she was allowed to compete in the Olympics with me. But like, I think it was clear that she did because the investigators like had concluded that she did. So she thinks that Tanya is an absolute snake and full of shit. Yeah. And it wasn't just like her ex. Does the movie suggest that she knew? I feel like the movie kind of gives her the benefit of the Well, doubt the way. whole thing is because her ex-husband was really abusive. Right. So I think basically it is kind of a like maybe the abusive husband like told her this was a good idea. I feel like the movie kind of makes it seem like she was a little like, ooh, don't do that. Like, but if don't, you do, I don't know. Yeah, like a little bit I'm looking the other way. So it's like ex-husband, but then also this like huge bodyguard and then this other guy is involved. Anyway, so their interaction after the hit is like Nancy Kerrigan is, I feel like, trying to get a little bit of like intel because she says to Tanya, like, hasn't been a good year for both of us. Oh, wait. But I feel like that's also just her being kind of when you run into your ex coded a little bit <laughs> where you see your ex and you're just kind <laughs> of like, like, like uh, oh, hey, it's been a, it's been a been crazy a year. A crazy year. Right. And Tanya was just like, hello. And like, that's just an insane thing to say to someone who's like under investigation for hiring her ex-husband to like <laughs> kill you. <laughs> yeah, like one thing to say to your ex, one thing to say, be like, oh, your ex-husband like hit me with a crowbar. <laughs> Crazy year, am I right? <laughs> oh, holiday shopping. <laughs> one more thing about expensive uniforms. There's a Boston children's dance company based somewhere in the North Shore that keeps on calling oh. me, even though I've told them they have the wrong number. And the reason why I'm so insistent on telling them they have the wrong number is because clearly they think I am a mom who is always forgetting to pay right. for the child's costumes. Like It's been like, hey, uh, we haven't received the check for Betsy's lessons yet and the costume. So just give me a call back when you can and maybe resend the check. And they all seem like really important questions. For this girl's dance career. I know. And it sounds expensive. I wonder if she's so dance mom or if the girl's so motivated. That's the question. Is the girl a Nancy or is like the girl just being forced into it? God, I don't know. Like maybe the girl's more of a Nancy and this why this mom is not always paying because she doesn't have the money, but she's trying to scrunch up the what money it, I think to support it is her daughter's that. career. Yeah, I don't think this mom is a stage mom because then I don't think there would be this wrong number confusion. Yeah. You know, one thing I thought was interesting about this book, probably one of the more interesting parts was like some of the skating descriptions when she talks about what you do if like you think you can't totally make a rotation. So in skating, it's all about the jumps and it's all about the triple jumps, triple axle, triple toe, triple sow cow, triple lutz. Yeah, sow cow. That was a new term I learned. Okay, they're always saying that when you watch the books. They're always like triple sow cow, triple toe, triple toe. And triple sow cow, she landed it into the triple lutz. But I think it's named after someone whose name was sow cow yeah. or something. Now I remember watching the 2018 Winter Olympics. And they're always the just being like triple toe, triple toe. Triple, I guess I was just like triple toe. It's like all triple lutz. And I've missed the sow cow. And that's, and that's I look on out you. for that's on me. So what's interesting about it is if you like feel like you're not going to fully make a rotation, you can be like, you know what? I'm only going to do a double. And, like, then they know, like, the judges know you're supposed to do a triple there and, like, you'll get less points for it. But if you're watching at home, it kind of looks like you just landed the jump and nailed it. 
But then if you really know, then you're like, oh, she actually like didn't have enough speed. So she only did two. But and you're like sad. something else I learned from this book is that you always leave room later in the routine so you can put in an extra jump if you missed one. So it's actually a little less regimented than you might think. And I think that's interesting that you're making all those calculations well, on the ice, which it, makes it that much more impressive. It needs the element of surprise, because how else would you win if you didn't have that space right. to throw in something crazy yeah. at the end? I mean, you win because you're hoping that other people also like get more deductions and fuck up. Wow. I didn't know you thought of it in such a negative way. I'm a good sportsman, so yeah, I actually don't celebrate when I'm off the ice, and I also just look for the element of surprise. <laughs> but I appreciated that she was giving a little bit of insight into no, I absolutely in, in, appreciate into the that. into the actual like mechanics of skating. Even if she doesn't really give that much insight, I would say into the artistry into the of skating, into the kind of like artistry. Creative well, aspect of it. the thing I found interesting was about like the use of music when you're doing figures, when you're learning, like you have to work up to be able to skate to music. Like that's a treat. Yeah. You don't just get music all of a sudden, which makes sense. I always you get distracted. I guess I've always felt though that in every ice skating performance I've ever seen that it doesn't like totally sync up in this way where I'm just a little bit like, what if it's synced more? Well, I think it has changed because people have gotten more liberal and funky. And her choreographer, she had a coach and then she had a choreographer, would spend hours in probably some tiny office, okay, in Lowell, yeah. listening to tapes, listening to CDs, and then right. editing the tapes. Well, no, this is the crazy part. It's like they're doing this all in like, a, you know, some sort of like... Real to real. Real to real and so cassette like, editing. She'd be like... Editing a Miles Davis cassette from Strawberries yeah. to just like another cassette. No, and she's driving to a Strawberries in <laughs> Danvers to try to get like this whatever back issue of Miles Davis. It wasn't no. like they do nowadays where, you know, they have access to every song that's in the what world. I'm saying. I feel like they are just like, oh, that's a fun song. I want to sing to it. Yeah. You know, you're not no, grabbing a song. And off I a think, and we, and we need to celebrate her coaches and choreographers for making yes. that effort. On the, the reel to reel and the choreographers. Wait, did you know I was like on her Instagram? Nancy now like she has like a gym in Stoneham, and she's like always chilling for like a mattress company, which is so former athlete. That's it's know, very Dan Marino. That tracks <laughs> like a local mattress company, not just like purple or like some new one. I think it's like a local mattress chain company. Also, what's so Stoneham about Nancy <laughs> Carrigan is that her like main charity is the Lions Club. Oh yes. Yeah. Like it's like Lions Club, and then we do an array of charities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she is very like for sight because her mom is like half blind, right? And we celebrate her mom's disability and are working to raise awareness. Also, when she finishes the Lenny for Olympics, she goes on a Campbell's soup tour. That was insane. <laughs> At the end, she goes, and I went on a professional Campbell's soup tour. Oh, which reminded me, so she gets on the professional circuit. And again, how like figure skater pilled childhood was. I remember going to the Fleet Center with like my sister and my mom and her mom and her friend's mom to go see a like, you know, Olympics on ice. And we did see Michelle Kwan and we saw like a bunch of people. Another silver medalist. I feel like silver is actually where all the most famous girls are. Like Evgenia, the girl I just mentioned, silver. Michelle, well, silver. Nancy, silver. Because gold, you burn out. 
Yeah. I think you can be silver and then get on that circuit right. of the Campbell's soup circuit. It's the Campbell's circuit. It's and the it silver was to Campbell's pipeline. really fun. I remember being so, like, in my huge Patriots jacket, like, popcorn, watching Michelle Kwan. Celebrity <laughs> 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 Book Club. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling scented coffins or outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. You know, (laughs) okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. I'm talking Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and all your favorite DTC brands. Do you want to be a Brooklyn in business or do you want to be the sad girl selling candles on the subway? Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. If you do it uppercase, it won't work. Just like your sales if you don't use Shopify. Shopify.com slash book club. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The 1994, 1994 segment Olympics. Olympics. What does she wear? What does she eat? How does she live? What, what does she, she wear? Vera what does she wear away? But now I feel like she's so like Kathy Ireland. Like I feel like she's so like white cotton turtleneck. She is and so white cotton turtleneck, which again pants. is still so like 90. I mean, just picture her in the most like Seinfeld, like white turtleneck and like stonewashed, like tapered jeans, jeans tapered and cropped. I think she also That's was like. That's my opening, tapered and cropped. She's like cinnamon mom Christian winter style. Cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. Cinnamon. Like, I think mom. she's wearing like a big burgundy turtleneck from Macy's. But I do wonder if now in the like current, 50s, yeah. current Nancy, I, I do think she is Macy's, but is she a little bit more like almost like a velvety? It's like with that weird material. It's like a lot like is a cardigan, but it's not. Chanel. I think she it also is, is very Chanel like cardigan. Amazon clothes. Okay. She's and like, I think she wears like sketchers, sneakers, <laughs> or just like Nikes from Kohl's. Yeah. So you, you think her glamour puss days are so behind her? I think she has some gowns for the Lions Club. But I Club think when she Danvers. goes out to like whatever, like 
the Wildflower, like in Stoneham, Stone. like the one like nice restaurant in Stoneham that's having the most balsamic glaze, mozzarella. She's wearing like a collared shirt under a sweater and she's being just like kind of preppy. I think she's in a cowl neck sweater that oh. has like buttons in random places. Okay. <sighs> I actually know. Now I think she's even less glam. I think she's in like a half zip. Because her husband's definitely in a quarter zip. Yeah. He's in a Nautica quarter zip. And then she's in like kind of a crazy cowl neck. She's in an, an no, I think she's in Amazon half zip. It was burgundy. It's red. <laughs> no, it's not bright. It was bright red in 2005, and now Fine, it's, it's burgundy. burgundy. Okay. Burgundy half sip. What does she eat? What does she eat? It's like 90s health. I think it's chicken breast. Breast. She's like me. Yeah, loves breast. she loves breast. Can I say you were dragging me for like making breast the other day? Yeah. And I tried to cook thighs recently, and it was really difficult and like wasn't working. I cooked breast the other day for chicken noodle soup. I slayed it. It slammed. It was so good. Well, how did you, I feel like you didn't let it sear long enough. But it's harder to let it sear enough. There's like less surface area that's going to touch the pan when it's searing with the thigh. No, I think we need a full cooking lesson on thighs. We're moving on. I'm just saying. You're angry. I'm literally, have fun with your breasts. I'm just saying like literally experiment. I tried and it was hard. And so I went back to breast. Okay. Keep on going. <laughs> we can do hard things. Okay. Um, Yeah. And she's like packing lunches and she's like slow cooker. Like, she's herbed pork tenderloin. Oh, she thinks she's so my mom and doing this, like, one New York Times taco recipe, but she's, like, a Boston Globe taco recipe. It's a Boston Globe taco recipe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also just, like, an herbed roasted pork loin. Okay, how does she live? I'm picturing this, like, dark, heavy mahogany desk in the office <laughs> stacked with Boston Heralds. <laughs> and she's just like, Tom, where's that recipe? She's going through all these old she's Heralds. She's going through the Heralds being like, I can't find the recipe. Where's that pesto recipe? <laughs> and then she's like pulling out maybe like a Nigella Lawson book randomly. I don't think she's so Nigella Lawson. I think she's a little bit more. Martha Stewart. Yes. Joy of cooking. She has a like Connecticut energy about her. That's like what it's jaw. more the jaws. It's very Connecticut. Yeah. And Connecticut people, maybe Nigella is too far. Clearly, I think she has deals with furniture stores. But I think stores. that she's a little bit more printed out recipes from MarthaStewart.com. Mm. And that's yes. what's on her pile on the heavy mahogany I'm desk. I'm typing right now and she's like, Tom, we need more ink. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're loading up on the HP cartridges left and right. And I feel like she has like a deal with Jordan's furniture or something else where like she's, she's doing an ad for them or something and she's getting like a three-piece leather couch set. Okay, it's funny you just said leather. I was like, they're definitely big. They're definitely like huge, huge couches, but I'm like, I actually thought they were more like soft fabric. Mm. Well, the upstairs of her home is carpeted. For sure, honey. Yeah. But the Stone of Winters? Yeah, Stone of Winter is like carpeted stairs up to the carpeted upstairs. Yes. And then I think the downstairs is hardwood. She has a dog, but she I think the house is really clean. They had Ariano rugs for a long time. And then like two years ago, they got new rugs that off are like so overstock. Off of overstock. And they're com, shedding. Which is now part of the Bed Bath and <laughs> Beyond <laughs> family. <laughs> I think it's like there's a Roomba up in that house. Oh, yeah. That's always going. And it's like scaring the golden retriever. <laughs> the Roomba is scaring the house. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you in the book? Okay, you wish you were Tanya. I wish I was Tanya. So do you. <laughs> I know. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> oh, you know who you are? You're like 
spending too much time editing the Miles Davis tape. Yeah. You're the choreographer being like, I'm not the real to real, just being like, I need to like get it perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And they're like, we need the track for her like, and I'm just like, it's Narragansett just a- show. Like, it's another two days until regionals in Narragansett. When she was being like, oh, I got so homesick when I go to Rhode Island. Right. She was just like, when we did the Cohasset Cup, I was homesick. <laughs> I am, maybe I'm like one of her brothers who's like giving her the green sweatshirt. <laughs> You're so giving. Oh, wait, the- duh, I'm the blind mom. who like needs the TV brought like in your domain and I am raising awareness for your sight issues (laughs) the lion's club in Lowell okay listen Nancy I I give this book two tire irons out of five maybe that's too generous girl I give this almost like a zero sorry point nine stoneham small businesses out of five so little in this book this is not qualifying for championships it's not qualifying for regionals no it was so it's literally eighth place at regionals just like you missed every jump i'm like there's no tea there's literally nothing in this book it's for eight-year-olds on a personal level i got (laughs) married But Nancy, yeah, you're America's you're sweetheart, amazing. and you always will be, and you should have won gold. Hell yes. And, like, you're a beautiful skater, and, like, I will remember you always and forever. Go Stoneham. Go Stoneham. Best. Best. This episode of Celebrity Book Club with uh, Stephen and Lily was originally conceived and produced in Stoneham, Massachusetts with the Rank Prologue Projects. This podcast is produced by Dabby Mastis. She lent me her pair of uh, custom ice skates that I did end up breaking my foot on, but it was still very nice of her. Supervising producers Abu Zafar, um, he made me my first skating dress. Executive producers Christina Everett, she's a legend in this industry. She's now retired and lives in North Carolina. The artwork is done by Teddy Blanks. I will be auctioning some of his paintings off of the Lions Club in Danvers this Saturday night. Buy your tickets. Call 617-598-6832 to reserve your tickets and ask for Betsy. The theme song was originally done by Stephen Phillips Horst. I skated to one of his songs once and then I was disqualified because it was too rambunctious. God, what else? I think that's it. Um, look... Follow us on Patreon, subscribe. You know the deal. Support your local rink. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.